Hello, and welcome to Storytime with Tom and Mike. I'm Tom. And I'm Mike. Hi, Mike. Hey, buddy. How's it going? I feel like I haven't talked to you in uh, 10 minutes. Yeah, you know, 10 minutes ago when I decided to start recording the podcast using the audio from <laughs> my webcam. <laughs> Which is audio that does not... Um, you know, function particularly well. <laughs> well, it sounds like it's coming through, uh, like, a, a tube made of cotton. Ah, cotton tube. Sounds fluffy and like something that would be fun to sleep in. Yeah, like a comfort tube. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a big one. I'm not talking, like, one that you could pork or anything like that. I'm thinking, like, one you could actually climb into, like, like a tunnel and be like, oh, I can just relax in here. It's so soft and safe and warm. You know, speaking of a tube that you can fuck, that reminds me of Adam Kovic. You're familiar with, of course, Funhouse. Oh, yes, I am. Of course I am. And uh, Funhouse, for those of you who don't know, is a Let's Play gaming channel that they're, I would almost call them like the frat boys of Let's Play in some ways. They just have like a very, the guys in the team at least have a very macho sort of approach you know, and uh, uh, but there's it's well balanced by people like Elise and and Alana mm -hmm. um, that make that sort of soften the edges a little, little bit around that. And uh, I, I think they're hilarious. And one of unfortunately, now I have to reconsider this a little bit. Uh, one of my favorite people on that team who seemed like kind of the leader of the team yeah. was Adam Kovic. Uh, and he just seemed like such a nice guy, a little bit sad, a little bit depressive, like sad eyes, you know? And that was a common sad joke. Sad eyes, turn the other way. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. There was this, like the ongoing sort of joke that he was the depressive one of the group. I mean, it wasn't really a joke so much as sort of just not ribbing at him, I guess. But... Um, so it turns out that he cheated on his wife with someone else in that work building or that workspace, mm -hmm. and he uh, posted videos of it or shared videos of it or, or, or something without her, took videos, I don't know, without her consent. I'm not quite sure all the details. Um, he, uh, he apparently had sex with a pocket pussy mm. on on company grounds and filmed that and got cum all over the floor and you know he fucked in the office he masturbated in the office and he had video of all of it and it all got leaked somehow and so his career is pretty much destroyed and yeah, yeah. you know uh, he also by proxy got accused of grooming some underage girl, but that was actually another guy, Ryan. I think Ryan from Achievement Hunter. Um, but I may be wrong about that. I'm so uh, shocked by all of this that guys who play video games are actually getting laid this much. It's... <laughs> it's, it's such a strange... Strange... That's like... I don't know. It's like two words that are that just they don't go to you know two things that don't go together. I said the two words that don't go together. There's a lot more than two words there. But yeah, well, two things that don't go together. I'm a gamer, and when I think of a gamer, I think of some guy who's been sitting in the same square pair of sweatpants for three days, playing a game because yeah. it just got released. And I smell like that, armpits. And oh, yeah. I've fucking done it. Exactly. That's <laughs> why I say it. I say it because it resembles me. You know, um, to a great degree. Yeah, who and, hasn't started playing a game at like three in the afternoon? And next time you look at the clock, you go, "Oh, it's only three thirty, Only to realize that it's twelve and a half hours later. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> and you fall. go, "Oh, fuck." You Let's know. see, Dishonored, Fallout. What other games have done that to me? Uh, Skyrim. Uh, God, Fallout New Vegas was was one of the ones because when I bought it, I had no idea what it was, and it was like in a bargain bin at Kmart. I think I paid like six dollars for it and i yeah. thought oh well this is probably gonna suck little did i know one of the greatest game franchises of all time yeah that was your oh really and I so fell in new, love vegas? With it, yes. yep. new vegas yes new vegas was your introduction yep. huh mm -hmm. interesting and i gotta tell you what an introduction too because to, to me that is still the best storyline i think out of any of the games i think I, I think that the 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 legate or whatever it was the the people led by Caesar Caesar depending on how they pronounced it in the game, yeah. um, were a little overpowered 
considering most of them were, were, were carrying swords. I can, yeah, <laughs> but, I can agree. But, I can agree with that. They were, de- and so were the. I mean, super mutants you would expect to pound your ass into the ground, right? So that right. wasn't real. I mean, the super mutants mixed with the radiation, uh, it was it was perfection mm-hmm. because there was no place in that game that you weren't supposed to go to before you reach a certain level that you were able to go to. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't you couldn't sneak into the super mutant camp and survive if you weren't up to a certain level. And I think that's the way it should have been. You mean the one on the on the on the mountain? Yes. Yeah, there's no way you'd even get close to it. You'd get sniped by something else. Or, like that. or, or the boomers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> boomers, it's funny yeah. to say that now, you know, where they would, if you didn't know the secret to get in there, you couldn't make it anywhere fucking near the place. Right, so you actually had to think yeah. and, and be strategic and, and uh, like, plan out, like, okay, so here's this excavation site and it's full of death claws. And there's oh, nobody else around claws. because who would oh. be near a fucking death claw? And they're horrible. And in that game, they're way, way, way more difficult than they are in Fallout 4. In yeah, my they opinion. are. They are so overpowered in that they're game. They're so and strong. My son, my son likes to say things are OP when he's talking about uh, when he's talking about video games. And I think the greatest example of that is definitely the death claws because. You could try and try and try and try. You could go through how many times of dying and coming back and everything and still not figure out how to do it. Especially if you went yeah, if you went into the excavation site, you were fucked. Mm-hmm. Unless there were little secrets, like going all the way up to the top of one of the cranes and shooting down at them from up there with a sniper yep. rifle or something was about yep. the only way. Because if they if they could get into a, into an area where they could touch you, you were fucked. Right. If but they can that touch also, you, you are done. But if you had a sniper rifle, a decent one that could actually mm-hmm. handle them, then you were looking at you were already well up there in levels because you had to have made it to a point where you could actually find a fucking sniper rifle or afford it. Yeah. You know, and have the arc, the marksmanship or whatever uh, power uh, skill set it was um, mm-hmm. in order to effectively handle the weapon. And a regular old revolver was not going to get it done. You'd run out of ammunition before you even took, you know, one-tenth of its power down. Or health down, rather, I mean. Yep, yep. Which is ridiculous. Here we got off on this tangent when we're talking about jacking off in the office. So <laughs> let's, yeah, you know. let's say that you and I someday we make a big deal of ourselves either through Let's Play or podcasting or mm-hmm. whatever. And we have a team, not just you and me, but like a couple other people. And then you find out that I cheated on my wife, which I know you would not look at that lightly. No. At all. You would be shocked no. and appalled at me, and rightfully so. I would so. be, because what are the chances that you find another girl like her again? Ever. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. That, you know, yeah. I right. Mean. <laughs> Never. Never in a million years. I, never. I, I jest, of course. You do, but but you're right. Uh, there's never a chance I'm going to find someone like her. But let's say I got stardom got to my head and I thought I could get away with it. And then I filmed it and you found that I did it like on your desk at work. You know, like mm-hmm. I would uh, I would not be happy about it. Yeah, uh, I can tell you that I'd be I'd be pretty pissed because I'd be like, I was the one who wanted to break that desk in. <laughs> um, but and I'd be angry about the snail trails and stalagmites that were hanging off the box, stalactites rather that were hanging off the bottom of my desk uh, that were made of jizz, uh, presumably, because they'd be messing with my booger collection underneath there. But right. I, I don't know. Like it, it's hard for me to understand. Like how how did this stuff get leaked? Was it you know did did Adam leak it? Did one of his you know buddies leak it? I I don't you know because like for me, I think that's a time when you close ranks because there's obviously a problem. Yeah. And yeah. and and you have an illness at that point when you mm-hmm. can't control yourself to not. Um, masturbate in a place where it is, I don't know, uh, severely inappropriate. Yeah. And, and you've cheated on your significant other and everything like that. I think at that point you need more help than you need to be shamed. Exactly. Exactly. You, you need to be cared for because you're clearly not able to make rational decisions for yourself. Anyway. Yeah. I think, I think some protection is in order if you are truly, friends with this person mm-hmm. like try to protect them a little bit or something and it doesn't seem like this was the case uh 
with this and I don't pretend because unfortunately I did not have the time since this broke which I don't know how how long it's been a couple days maybe I was With only made aware else, of it. Yeah, I, mean, I was only made aware of it. You know, very recently, and there's but there's been some other things going on in my life and in the uh, realm of news, etc. Right. That may have prohibited me from looking at this, and unfortunately, I wasn't able to research it as much as I'd like. But it doesn't seem like there was a whole lot of compassion involved in this. Like it's very cut and dry. And yes, I can understand that somebody, you know, uh, jizzing on your desk. And walking around and beating off in your workplace. Stuff. I mean, why would you even – I would assume that there's cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I would never be like, eh, it seems like a safe place to go at it with a pocket pussy. Yeah. And just it's literally start a television studio. It's a fucking TV studio. Yeah. Like you know? how – like there were, there were some poor decisions made here and poor decisions that I think were the byproduct of a lack of um, – I don't, I, I don't know. A lack of mental hygiene, maybe. Right. I don't know. Right, right, right. Like, like I'm positive that when we record in in your office area, at your house, you've you've probably masturbated in there before. A couple but, times. Uh, but I'm okay with it because that's your house. Right. I have nothing to say about it. Yeah. But if but we if get, if we get office, a studio, yeah. if, if if we had a studio, and we had an office. It might, you know, I I think we would probably have some. We would probably have a discussion about it at the very least. Well, and um, how something creepy along would the it lines be? of bro. Please don't jerk off on my desk. Yeah. You know, it might be something as simple as that. (laughs) How creepy would it be if I were to bring some young, impressionable girl into the fucking or guy who knows where I might decide to go uh, into the office and, and, and have a little fun with them? Like, like. I would be willing to believe that. I mean, you're you're not one to judge necessarily, but I if feel I saw like something if, like that coming, I would probably <laughs> coming. If I saw something like that starting, I would probably pull you aside before right. it got to that point and be like, "Bro, do not destroy well, your think life. Think about what you're doing. Exactly. Don't destroy your life. I can't tell you what to do, but I am certainly going to try to steer you in the in the direction that I think is best for you." Well, you know. and you've done me that service many ways, many times, and I have you as well. You know, yeah. it's just part of being part of a good friends. friend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, so, it just—it this whole thing. I still, I, st- I can't wrap my head around it right now, and partially because I have enjoyed their their product for so long, it's hard to like like the team broke up. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People are jumping ship like nobody's business. Yep. I mean, who who all is left right now? James is the only one that's left, isn't he? James and Elise, Hannah, Hannah, uh, not she, God damn it! How can I not remember her name? I know who you're talking about. The I can't Australian think of her name. girl. Why is her name suddenly completely escaping me? <laughs> I have the, the Australian big, girl. Yeah, I have like the biggest Alana. Alana. I have like the and, biggest and, crush on that girl. <laughs> and what's his name too? Um, uh, Matt. Matt Peak. Yes, is Matt Peak yeah. still there? Yes. So, like, basically, though, out of out of the entire group, at least half of them have left now. Yeah, Bruce, for various Bruce, reasons, not necessarily having to do. I mean, Bruce left what last year? Yeah, last year and the year before that. I think it was Lawrence. And yeah. to, to be fair, Lawrence wasn't my favorite, but he could be pretty funny. And he, could he brought be funny. a good. And what was his name? Joel. Joel left. School yeah. left. So like almost ha- almost the entire original, like the only OG really is now James Willems, because he didn't yes. bring Elise in for a couple of years. That they weren't until wasn't until I think Funhouse that he actually brought her in. I mean, when he Fun was House? doing. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Because they used to be at Machinima. Is, is Funhouse essentially dead now? As far as I know, they're still making because, material. Because I feel like it is. It does feel that way. I would think here's what what will probably happen. I imagine Alana will probably go on to do her streaming and be very successful at it. I think that, that, that James and uh, Elise will have some kind of jam of their own. And that it'll be like a team effort. 
and then they'll probably pull in people like Alana and uh, John and some of those other people uh, independently, and they'll become sort of like a, a loose group of, pot of, of of producers or content producers uh, with with James and Elise at the head of it. That's well, how I, I foresee James it. James and Elise are fucking brilliant. They're brilliant together. They're funny as hell. I love yeah, their on-screen game. Yeah, James made me laugh my ass off a bunch He's of times. He's one of the funniest yeah. people on the show. Yeah. yeah. But he needs somebody to be... Straight man. Not the straight man, yeah. Like a little bit flat on their response to give him something to bounce off of. Yeah. Um, and Elise does a good job of sort of, instead of doing that, bringing in a yes and that works to to his favor, which is why they work so well as a couple, I believe, as well. There's just a, there's a certain je ne sais quoi to their relationship Ooh. that works well comedically. They have a great chemistry. Um. Which, I mean, I'd have to say I would be very hard-pressed to work creatively with my with my spouse. Um, I, I just it don't know. It would be extremely difficult. Uh, because I'm too much of a control freak. Well, for me, it would be because it would be too hard to separate personal life from uh, from performance. Oh, sure. I think would, would be the biggest thing for me. Because believe me, my significant other and I are funny together. Oh, I know, I know. Um, um, I, we crack each other up constantly. Not necessarily that that would uh, equate to being funny if somebody else was listening to it, but, I mean, if it makes me laugh, I think, you know, objectively, yeah. I think the shit's hilarious. But I'm, I'm glad that we that we don't um, endeavor to do things like that together. It's just, it would be, it would be too much, I think. Yeah. I think yeah. it would be too much. Yeah. Um, there needs to be a separation. Yeah. Um, yeah. There needs to be a, a line of delineation between those two things. That's why, like, when I come over to your house, I'm not there to talk shop. You no. know, I, I mean, there to, you're there to be my homie and yeah. eat. And yeah, we bring can some talk. kind of really good dessert, probably, maybe, you know, yeah. or pizza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or something. Maybe, yeah. maybe take a few more kittens. I don't know. I mean, you know, anything's <laughs> possible. Oh, by the way, I did try DoorDash. They do deliver to my house. Oh, see? Yeah, and I got my little 50% off, so... Ah, that's what I told you, man. You get that first <laughs> order, you get 50% off. Make sure you tip the drivers well. That's oh, all I I'll say. I tipped them the max that I could, yeah. Because those drivers are, uh, are frontline workers, in my opinion. Yep. And putting themselves at risk, whether they believe they are or not, you know, they are. And I, I'm always appreciative of delivery people. I have always tipped. Yeah ridiculously well i mean even back in the 90s when i was ordering stuff from the local pizza shop and they'd bring a gyro and like a sandwich for one of my co-workers and stuff like that they'd always get a big fat tip because that's just the way it is man you take care of people like that and they will take care of you i tip even if if i'm at like a buffet i tip at at the 20 percent even at a buffet um, you know, if I'm yeah. getting takeout, I tip. If I'm yeah. getting eating in, I tip. And a lot of people are like, why the fuck would you do that? I'm like, well, why do you tip in the first place? It's just a bullshit. I don't care if it's a bullshit system. It's about looking out for other people. That person gets paid shit wages. They yeah. have to put up with bullshit you can't imagine. And they have to drive that shit to your house in a vehicle that's probably not the best vehicle. It's also their personal whip. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And they're putting all kinds of, of miles. A lot yeah. of wear and tear. So, yeah, okay. I get it. They're not getting paid enough. I agree. Well, here's your opportunity as a person to see that that isn't the case. You get to I, choose um, that they get paid a little better than they do. They get paid what they get deserve. And you get to make that decision as a consumer and you're complaining that it makes your bill higher. Well, here's the thing. If you can't afford to tip, you shouldn't be eating out in the first place. True that. Period. I, I worked at a place that had um, four-star, five-diamond restaurants. Right. And their staff, on average, got like $3 an hour, maybe. Right. So they're there. I mean, some of them got tipped extremely well because they provided amazing service. Right. And that should be recognized because Absolutely. I mean, we, we've all known we've all known the waiter that was that was a dick, mm -hmm. you know, but I still gave them a tip because it's still their livelihood. And maybe maybe they get that tip and go, mm, I feel kind of bad taking this because I was kind of a dick. And maybe it changes them. 
just maybe. a little bit. Maybe they learn something from it, and I'm willing to put that out because yes, again, if you're if if like if I go out and I know that I'm going to spend X number of dollars, I already figure in that I better have enough to at least give a twenty percent tip, or right. I'm not going to go out. Absolutely, and I and I have that attitude about any industry where a tip is expected or required, and I mm-hmm. say expected or required, not you know. Oblige. I mean, you are you're obliged. What I say is, I don't view it as being t- a um, what you call a uh, an option. Mm-hmm. Now, if I've gotten exceptionally bad service, and one time I did, and I was kind of a Karen about it because I only tipped them ten percent. Um, oh, you only yeah. gave him ten percent. <laughs> I made no. I made no complaint. I didn't say anything else. I only gave him ten percent, and I was there with a group of six people, which. Their menu said it's a group of eight or, or more will have gratuity added to it automatically. Mm-hmm. Well, they added a gratuity of 20% onto my thing instead. And I, I, I will never, ever go to that restaurant again. And I don't need to sit there and spill blood on who it is. I, I don't care. I'm I, don't, not gonna... I, don't, I don't like that, that whole forced gratuity thing. I, I don't I either. F- but... I feel like, you know, gratuity should be contingent on on service again right right there have been times that it hasn't been for me because i was in a good mood that day but you shouldn't be like well, hey you're automatically gonna because i feel like then the servers are like eh fuck it i'm just gonna do whatever and i'm still gonna get a 20 percent tip i don't, I don't right. think that's right i mean here's an idea how about instead of mandating a fucking tip like that maybe raise your price by a couple bucks and pay them mm-hmm Give them yeah. a living wage. Yeah, give them a living wage. <laughs> do away with the tipping system entirely. Yeah. And, and, and make it so that they don't have to work for tips. Because, you know, working for tips sucks because if you're having a bad day, you know. Uh, it reflects in your pocket. It reflects in your pocket. If you're sick that day, you can't go to work, you can't get paid. You know, uh, so it's. It, being a food service worker, you know, another example, because I was a food service worker in a hospital, but being in a hospital in any capacity, any capacity whatsoever, you're not really allowed to get sick. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the the way that my employer, my previous employer, treated sick time. First of all, there are big signs everywhere. If you're showing symptoms of the flu, call in sick. Mm-hmm. Okay. But sick, you didn't get sick days. You had normal PTO. If you took a sick day, it took out of your PTO bank, number one, which is fucking flat out bullshit. Yeah, well, here, use your vacation because you got sick. Yeah, because it right. was my fault. On top of it, because it was unscheduled use of PTO, you were given a uh, you were given a tick in this little thing. And after three ticks, you'd get a verbal warning. And after four ticks, you'd get a formal writing up. And after seven ticks, you got a, you got terminated or you got like a last chance to get out mm. of it. And, and then you got terminated. They punished you for being ill. Yeah, because it's something you can control, obviously. I mean, of course, we, yeah. we all know this, right? Yeah, yeah, because, you know. I you schedule can... my sick time. Thank you very much. Well, you should have gotten a flu flu shot. I did get a flu shot. Well, you should have been more careful and uh, washed your hands. Like, I was being careful. I do wash my hands every yeah. single time I go to the bathroom. What the fuck do you want? Before I eat, I wash my hands. When I cook, I wash my hands. While I'm cooking, I probably wash my hands about 18, 20 times. And since COVID, I've been more aware of how long you actually have to wash your hands with soap. So I wash them more than I used to. I'm still going to get sick once in a while. I've taken to licking my fingers in public more often. So I don't know. Maybe I took it the wrong way. Oh, you're just trying to keep it ultra clean. Yes, yes. You're not fully clean unless you've licked yourself clean. That's right. That's a new, uh, that's a new slogan that I'm working yeah. on. Also, there's another one called Pick Your Nose and Wipe It on the Door, and then Take and Stick Your Tongue on the Floor. See, it kind of rhymes, and it's not mm-hmm. easy to remember or forget. No, uh, I've yeah. forgotten it already, but I, I will always remember it. Yes, see? I, I always knew you would never do that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I forgot to stuff. remember. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm going to forget to remind you to remember, too. Sounds good. Earlier. What were we, ta- what were we talking about? <laughs> huh? What were we talking about? I, I don't, don't remember. know. This, this whole thing has been... Ooh, it's been yeah, something. A blur. Well, I think it's bo- probably because both of us are very tired. Um, oh, it has been a long day today. Been a long week. Um, yeah. 
I tried to uh, bring up earlier before when I was recording through my freaking uh, webcam instead of my microphone, <laughs> and we had to throw that stuff on the floor, throw that stuff out. But uh, I was talking about the fact that you adopted to me a new kitten named Simon, mm-hmm. who is the uh, just the most adorable little creature in the world, and he's wild. Um, he is. He is a beard biter. He's a feral domesticated cat. He really... Oh, he's so far from feral. He's just a predator, man. He's just a little predator. And and, and he's fearless. Like, already, like, all the cats in the house are like, all right, well, this dude's here to stay. Yep. (laughs) There's no... uh, There's nothing we can do about it. Yep. So a couple of them have taken to playing with him. Sammy and uh, and uh, uh, Luna play with him. Peanut wants nothing to do with him and just hisses anytime he gets close. And Zero just sort of sniffs him and goes, "Hey, what's up?" I feel like I feel like Zero's basic um, persona is at this point he's earned the right to just be like, eh. "Yeah, you know, pretty I mean? much, like, eh, whatever." Yep. If, if if I don't do anything to incite him, we'll get along just fine. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like that one cat time, is the most chill cat. He he really is. Although yeah. he and Peanut didn't get along very well for a while, but yeah, Zero is Zero is something else, man. He he'll just sit there and take it. Be like, all right, what do you got, little man? That's all I gotta do. Because <laughs> yeah. they don't leave me alone after this. Yeah. Well, my uh, my passel of cats. Uh, we we still have a couple that like I had I had the two two cats that are sisters and apparently in in the cat uh, family hierarchy uh, sisters and brothers don't mean shit they don't mm. understand that but uh, yeah they were they were going at it right before I had uh, dinner tonight and the two of them were fucking screaming it's like screaming at each other and I'm sitting only a few feet away from them and I'm like I, I don't know if it's just because I've had cats for so long I turn I was like do you fucking mind I'm trying to watch TV. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then I realized I was talking to a cat. I don't. I don't. You know. It 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 it, it didn't it didn't make any sense at all. <laughs> but speaking of the beard biting, I don't have any idea where that came from. And I've told you that he just randomly one day ran up on me like like it was his job, and fucking chomp on my beard. Didn't catch anything but hair. Thankfully, and he used to also bite my, because I have long hair, he used to bite my fucking hair all the time, too. And now, my one cat, whenever I whenever I get out of the shower, she likes the smell of the shampoo and conditioner. She will chew on my hair periodically, but only just, you know, every now and again. But he was just doing it because I guess it was there and it resembles string. I don't know. I mean, thank God I don't have a skinny penis or that'd be even worse. Yeah, he's a weirdo. Well, you know, and that's the thing that made me think was like, okay, so he probably does like the texture of my facial hair. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he's like laying on my chest or like I'm a, trying to sleep. It's total darkness. And all of a sudden I feel pounce. And then I see, I fear, I hear bite, you know, like this bite just happens. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you, cat? You're out of your fucking mind. Um, and then he's down on the floor under the bed or uh, he's everywhere and he's completely fearless. On Monday morning, I had a meeting and uh, this was one of my favorite stories of the week, actually. <laughs> yeah, I had a meeting and I, my my work laptop. This was has day a, one. Yeah, day one. <laughs> my work laptop has a button on it that you can use to hang up on Skype calls, which I think is just the dumbest feature in the world. Yeah, but there it is. It is what it is. And um, I'm, I'm in my Monday morning meeting with with like my boss, his boss, <laughs> all the team member, all the like lead team members and, and like like IT people. And we're all sitting there and I'm trying to talk. And my boss is asking me a question. And then he's like, Tom, Tom, are you still there? And I click back in. I'm like, sorry, my cat ran over my, my thing is like your cat. And I'm like, well, my kitten. He's like, oh boy, you know. And then, <laughs> and then that's just been the the ongoing joke is that Tom hangs up on us because of his kitten. <laughs> yeah, quote his quote unquote kitten. It's not yeah. because you know. Yeah, I uh, I learned him. I learned him well in the art of uh, fucking with technology. Yeah, he's a wild boy, man. But he, I adore him. So, cute, cutest thing he did in a little while here. Uh, I was talking to our friend Lindsay on uh, on Messenger because mm-hmm. she has a new kitten as well, and we're that. sort of sharing kitten stories. 
and he's on my ma- mouse pad, which you know my mouse pad's about the size of a freaking, um, like a large bandana, <laughs> you know. Yes. Um, and he's sitting on that, and he's sort of like sitting up, and swaying slightly, and his eyes are closing, and he's opening them up real slow, closing them real slow, and he's swaying, and then he does that little thing where he jerks just a little bit like he's about to fall over, and he catches himself, and finally he lays down, and I'm like, okay, well, now I can get some work done, because he'll be sleeping for a little while, because that seems to be his pattern, is he sleeps intermittently and then causes havoc, Intermittently. Yeah. Well, he just he has uh, to get power naps in. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and he, instead, he starts crying and then crawls onto my arm and falls asleep on that. So now I had a forty-five minute conversation with her with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time since I've had a conversation with a girl or anyone with one hand. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds like, uh, you know, something that uh, is, a, is a much more interesting story. Than it actually is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And why? Why, Tom? What were you doing? Uh, I was cradling a kitten until my arm fell asleep. <laughs> And and typing one thing with with one hand and relying on autocorrect not to fuck me over. It was the sound of one hand clapping. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, it sounds like this. <laughs> oh, oh, oh boy! Oh boy! Oh, yeah, oh, oh, oh. No, no, stop, please. <laughs> no, yes, that's why. That's why I lock all of the cats out of here as best I can. Now, you remember mm-hmm. the last podcast when we were recording, and I did have my one cat, um, Lydia, was jumping yeah. over the top of the wall and sitting with me. <laughs> but that was that was that was like a rarity because normally the cats don't come in here if I'm in here. I guess they've gotten so used to being told areas they're not allowed to go into that a lot of times they don't even try anymore. Yeah, but she comes in here to get away from her brother, so I get it. Siblings, you know. What are you gonna do? Yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, man? You know, you know, you can pick your friends and you can pick your friends' nose, but you can't pick your siblings' nose. Yeah, yeah, I think that was it. You can, but you get punched in the mouth. Unless you do a lot of sleeping, and then maybe they don't know, but sometimes you don't want to do it right after you got done picking a wedgie, because you might drop a little Hershey kiss up in the nostril, and that's gonna smell like poop for them, you know? That's right. Jeez, poop in your nose. What is that? Poop legs, poop fingers, poop everything. <laughs> Did you ever go to, you know, like in your sleep, you scratch your butthole because your butthole's itching and you ain't thinking about it, and then you accidentally go to wipe your finger across your nose and give yourself a dirty Sanchez? Oh, no, I've, I've done that, yeah. That's, that's the terrible. Worst. It's fucking terrible. It's the best reason for butt hygiene I've ever heard. <laughs> you get your fucking butt hygiene cleaned up. I was going to say about the cat, too. It's a good thing you don't still have those dreads on your grundle. Otherwise, he'd be fucking climbing up them like he was going to see fucking Rapunzel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that was ridiculous. <laughs> I just, oh, grundle. That's got to be one of my favorite words. Grundle. I got a lot of favorite words today. I always think of uh, the movie The Fly with Seth Grundle, so it's like Seth Grundle. (laughs) (laughs) Grundle always makes me think that this was like a word that they used in ancient Scotland to describe their taint. Oi, me bad, me lady. I got it in me grundle. Yeah. I don't know why I sound German now. <laughs> she she punched me in my grundle. <laughs> Get to the chopper. If you want now. your grundle to make it out alive. Now. <laughs> Do it now. Get to the chopper. There is actually a metal song uh, called Get to the Chopper. Where yeah, they, uh, by they a do the... Austrian death punch. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah, is I it think Austri- that is. I think it is Austrian Death Punch. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. either that or Australian Death Punch, which is also just as funny. No, it's Austrian <laughs> Death Punch. Get to I'm, the chopper, I'm, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only way we'll survive. <laughs> you call that a chopper? This is a chopper. It's fronted by Peter Garrett from Midnight Oil. Really? No. Not really. <laughs> no, I was just kidding. <laughs> I absolutely didn't think that that was true. Ah. I'm going along with the gag. How can we sleep while our beds are burning? 
<laughs> I don't know. Uh, you know, that's that's a terrible situation. This I is remember, a very interesting situation. I just remember the the the, the song uh, "Rage Against the Machine." Uh, sleep now in the fire, and I mm-hmm. always think I always think it'd be really funny to, to post or to quote on like Twitter or something. Be like, I tried sleeping in the fire, but it was really hard. I kept waking up, and then I thought, well, isn't that the point of their song? Yeah, and, and <laughs> saying, Billy yeah, Joel you, kept on pounding on my door, screaming that he didn't start the fire, and I'm yeah. like, what? We didn't start the fire. Biscuit bars, horsky car, happy happy donkey boy, <laughs> herring beefs, herring beefs, Joe DiMaggio. Blah, 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 some guy, blah, 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 something else, something, 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 Cola Wars. <laughs> I had, when I was in middle school, no, I was in ninth grade, and I was still going to my primary school before I went to tech. And um, I had a teacher who had us break down that song, and we had to do, like, wow. reports on each of the things that were mentioned because he was like, this is a very important song because it takes every single year of Billy Joel's life up to this point, and there's an event that he mentions from each sing- single year. That's the mm-hmm. whole point of the, the movie, of the, the, the song. And, like, from a history teacher perspective, like, oh, that's cool. I can connect to the kids because kids love Billy Joel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know that when I was a kid, that, he was my favorite. Oh, yeah. The yes. one thing I would is look at him and go, how the fuck did he get Christy Brinkley? Oh, God, money. Money. He's actually not. He wasn't. He still isn't a bad-looking guy. I was just being a funny guy back then and be like, man, Christy Brinkley's super hot. Why? It's like fucking Rod Stewart with the, you know, with the gorgeous women that he's dated. Rod yeah. Stewart looks like a chick himself. Yeah. Or like Steven Tyler, who we've talked about uh, that yeah. length for his creepy-ass fucking awful. But <laughs> Dave Grohl's mom. Yeah. Yeah, He's Dave, Dave Grohl's mom. mom. I'm positive. Of, I'm positive of it. They look enough of like, like uh, son and mother. It's unbelievable. I almost said mother and daughter. And Dave Grohl, I did not mean to say that. No. Because Dave, I think you're a brilliant musician. Incredible musician. You know he was uh, the devil in. Um, yes. Uh, 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 Pick a destiny. Yep. I did know that, and and it fucked with me at first because I couldn't see it, and then once you see it, you can't unsee it. Right. And I was like, ah, yes, that is him, and it's probably one of my favorite um, film depictions of the devil. Oh, for sure. I'm the devil. I'm the metal. Yep. I just check this riff. It's fucking tasty. Although I have to say that probably my second uh, favorite, uh, so to speak, well, not really devil because Nosferatu is not a devil, but the original Nosferatu, oh, yeah. I can't remember the name of the, that. That is, that guy was so fucking creepy. I can't remember his name. I was just looking at him the other day, though. And, like, the real guy himself, like, I, it just, like, I, I don't know. If I, if, I was, if I was watching that back in the day when that came out, I would have been scared shitless. Scared to death, because you would have been convinced that was real. Yeah. Which was the point of Shadow of Nosferatu, which is the movie you're talking about. Mm-hmm. That's Willem Dafoe who portrays him. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the original one from, like, the 1930s. Oh, oh, okay, because there is a movie or called... 20s Sh- or teens or something like that. Teens, it's dude, just... it's that early. It's it's like it holds up today. It is so fucking scary. Have you I have you ever seen the movie I'm talking about? Shadow of no, Nosferatu. You should watch it because it's about the it's it's about it's almost wow. like a fantastical version of a documentary about. It's not a it's documentary. It's from 1922. Style. And is it is it weird that I know how to spell Nosferatu without even looking at it? That's not that's really. Weird. Yeah, but it's from 1922. I recommend giving it even just a few minutes of your time to look oh, at I've it because it. it's. I'm saying people that are that are listening here too. It's creepy as fuck. Yeah, it's compellingly weird, and the character. Well, that's what the movie The Shadow of Nosferatu is about. It's about the actor who they cast, and mm-hmm. in it, they're not sure whether or not the actor is actually a vampire. Max Schreck, Max playing Shrek. Count Orlock, who is. Essentially, Nosferatu, and there was also some some talk that it, Max Shrek was actually somebody else. It's a really interesting story when you start to break it down because they're saying that it wasn't Max Shrek was an alias of another actor, and and I'm like, this is fucking crazy. They don't look anything like that, so it didn't make any sense. But I guess pre-internet, you you couldn't necessarily pull up a picture of the guy and be like, yeah, it totally doesn't look like him, you know. 
you have to wonder, like, that performance at that time just feels transcendent. Like, when a lot of actors overacted for the purpose of, of the screen, mm-hmm. because uh, I don't know why exactly, probably because you had to on stage on a Broadway show you have to over enunciate you have to over move you have to because project people project everything in project a different everything yes. right and early film it seemed like people were doing that but then you had people who would have just had a natural ability like Buster Keaton have you ever seen the shit that Buster Keaton did the, the stunts that he was capable he was in, an incredibly gifted athlete yeah. in addition to being an incredible comedian and 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 physical actor yeah. i mean some of the stuff he did that there was like a 1200 pound rig that dropped on top of him with the window as this narrow little part that drops down that he's standing in i know the in. exact scene that you're speaking of and they, they, everyone, including like the cameraman, were like looking away. They could not watch. And he I was like, "I wouldn't have been able to." He was like, yeah. "He was so." He was just like, "No, just do it. I'm, do it." And from what I've I understand, measured all this out. I've calculated it. Well, from what I understand, he was distraught because that was the day that he received news that his studio was going bankrupt or something like that. Mm. Um, so apparently, he just didn't give a shit that day. But, I mean, that guy, man, he was just incredible. And, like, Charlie Chaplin. Um, yeah. Charlie Chaplin was another one of those guys where you watch him and you realize, like, it, what they're doing requires real physical prowess. Like, it's not just – it's not just um, – it's like – I'm trying to think of a of a contemporary or uh, uh, a person that that can be compared to them. Um, the only person I could compare to with versatility uh, when it comes to the way that those guys could do stuff, uh, Jim Carrey physically and yeah. John Malkovich in being able to be cast in literally anything. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe oh, yeah. maybe would, would would about do it for me. Yeah, yeah. John Malkovich is one of those people who he, he could literally be in just about any movie. Yeah, and and his I mean, well, I mean his portrayal of well, Lenny in of, of Mice and Men. Walken. Oh, Christopher Walken, yeah. But like uh yeah, I don't know if you've ever seen uh his portrayal of Lenny of Mice and Men. Um but it's incredible. Not. It's very good. It's very good. Um and and uh I saw the one they had. Uh, uh, um, what's his name? Um, <laughs> Randy, uh, uh, not Newman. <laughs> what's his fucking name? Damn it, Randy Newman. <laughs> um, Randy Quaid. Yes. Yeah. As as um, as Lenny, and it's just embarrassing. He's like, "Oh shucks, when am I gonna see the rabbits, George?" And it's like, "Come on." Whereas. <laughs> Um, uh, uh, the the one with John Malkovich in it, he takes on the tone of someone who has like Down syndrome, um, which is an interesting choice considering the character in the in in the story got kicked in the head by a horse, um, which wouldn't make him sound like that. Um, so maybe it was a poor interpretation of what causes that, but it was an interesting choice because he was trying to go for authentic, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up a somewhat controversial subject. Oh, horror yeah. movies! Horror Ooh. movies! Newer horror movies we all have a tendency to laugh at because they're campy and shit. It depends uh, on the horror movie because I am a I consider myself to be an aficionado of horror movies and I don't watch a lot of new ones that are contemporary. No, because, I am I am an aficionado of old horror movies. We're talking uh, the Bela okay. Lugosi, the Lon Chaney, the Vincent Price gotcha. and uh, and stuff like that. Those are the fucking movies to watch. Christopher Lee, uh, I mean, I could keep on naming names up here because I have them all in front of me because I'm an idiot and I can't remember things. Boris Karloff. And, uh, you know, but those are the movies. Those are the ones with, with, the, with the seedy lighting and everything that are actually scary. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, I used to love those movies. And they're so brilliantly acted. And the makeup that they were – the stuff they were doing with makeup was 
ridiculous. And there was no special effects to speak of in the way that we look at them. And they accomplished and managed to make things, you know, make things terrifying. Well, let me give you some examples of because I I hear you and I don't disagree. uh, And that is missing from a lot of modern horror. But I feel like maybe you're getting a bad representation of modern horror because there's a lot of great fucking stuff out there. I think about like a lot of the older, not the older, the the this this side of uh, of the of the series of like Friday the 13th and stuff like the old ones were scary. And as they Mm -hmm. got along, they got more campy and they weren't like in Friday. Friday the 13th not Friday the 13th that Nightmare on Elm Street and stuff where where you know the more that they came on the more they realized that oh well Freddy can Freddy can have witty lines and and can do mm-hmm. funny stuff and everything too and it wasn't as scary anymore Right. Well, but they're and, still and fun to watch. They're oh oh, they're fun in their own way, but they're not actually yeah. scary movies. Um, no. I'm going to ask you the name of a couple of horror movies that I've seen recently, and and, and ask you whether or not you've seen them. So, uh, Troll Hunter. No. Okay. I haven't um, watched too many contemporary uh, horror movies, to be honest with you, unless I happen to catch them on TV. I feel like you're missing something. I feel I like might be. I feel like you and I need to have a. In fact, maybe this that is the should time be year to do it. Yeah, I feel like we should have a get together at my place. Like you just come over, and we sit and watch some horror movies, some good ones. Did a fucking um, plane just fly through your house? Uh, yes. Or <laughs> that was just, loud as hell. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the fuck that was. I think this, it was a car or truck going up past the room there. It was a motorcycle. God damn no, it, that was loud. <laughs> no, they weren't driving by my house. They were driving down the road, dude. They were fucking must have been going really? up 100. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Is, really? that, is, that, is, the place, is the place behind you still empty? No. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because a lot of times the sound would carry that far, but that was loud as fuck. No, they installed hmm. they installed the new they installed the new trailer yesterday and now huh. now it's beautiful too. It's brand new. They it's are got, I mean, like, they are they are stunning when they're new. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, uh, I, what I, were you I, saying I about <laughs> I oh uh, I was saying we need to have a movie night because I just wanna yeah. I just wanna introduce you to a couple modern horror movies that are legitimately scary um, in their own right. Uh, one of, and 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 while we're on that topic, I mean, this might be one for you to just check out on your own. Is is the new It movie? Uh, both yeah, I of haven't them. I haven't watched any of those yet. Oh, they're scary, dude. They're actually pretty fucking scary, and I'm not easily scared. There's one scene with this fucking woman in a painting who becomes real that fucking like gave me the shivers and (laughs) I'm not the kind of person who gets scared at movies. And one of my big gripes about horror movies, um, is the over abundance of jump scares. Yeah. You know, so here it's a quiet room and I'm talking really quietly. All of a sudden that happens now. If you had, even if you expected it, there's a good chance you probably jumped when I did that. If you're, paying, if, you know, because it's a jump scare. It's jump. Anyone can mm-hmm. do it. It's such an easy fucking thing to do. Usually, yes. And I find it's all in the timing. Like if somebody thinks you're gonna jump at them around the corner, but you just come around the corner like normal and look at them, you'll make them jump even more than yeah. you would have in the first place. You know, I love to do when I'm sitting and watching TV with my any of my my children or my significant other, and we're at a scene where things are real tense, and I'll reach over and touch them and go. Boom! And oh, you, you do that when we play video games. When we play yeah. horror video games too, you've done that to me. <laughs> like, did you scare me? Like, no. <laughs> Fine. The thing Why is, do you say? the thing is, though, it's it's become it's begun an endless cycle of everybody else in the house trying to scare me all the time. Not successfully, so, I assume. Uh, usually not. I am. Uh, I'm. I'm pretty good at at that kind of stuff. I think I had my working third shift in an open area where people could get in at night and stuff like that. Steals your nerves to a degree where you don't get startled by everything. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I did that. So yeah. When yeah. I was younger, you walk up, you could startle me, and I would freak it. I would scream. And now, like, I'm I'm not easily startled. I'm like, oh um, god, you got me. Like that's what I do most of the time. Or I'm like, no, nope, try again. 
I have a I have a coworker who back when we were in the office, I'd go up to her desk and she always had headphones on when she was in her little work zone. <laughs> and it didn't matter how you approached her, if you if you came up quietly, you came up loud, if you leapt up on her desk, the response was always the same. Oh my god. Oh my god. Every single time she throws her hands in the air. Oh my god. Like she's under attack. <laughs> there was a and guy I, that had videos on YouTube that were like that. This guy would get scared and scream every time somebody you know, startled him. It was actually kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen videos like that. One guy did that to his girlfriend a bunch of times. <laughs> She's like, God damn it, Derek. <laughs> it's always Derek, isn't it? Yeah. Why is it always Derek? <laughs> damn it, Derek. Why Clean your fucking act up, bro. I have a guy that I have... I've mentioned on here before, never by name, of course. And uh, uh, today, something came to light, and we were we were arguing because that's what I do. He used to be a friend that I, uh, you know, used to hang out with periodically and stuff. When I say periodically, I mean probably more at work than any, well, definitely more at work than anywhere else. And. He and I don't believe the same things when it comes to politics, which is fine. We can we can coexist still. But he made a comment today because I had mentioned something. Uh, you're aware of, of our um, the hell the, the uh, what am I trying to say? The the head of our Department of Health, Doctor Rachel Levine. Uh huh. And he basically has gone on. Uh, posting things and saying things in a very disparaging manner because Dr. Levine uh, is transgender. I don't has has had the the operation. Uh, was born genetically male and is now female. Mm-hmm. Uh, very accomplished, uh, intelligent, compassionate, amazing person in my opinion. And he made the comment today that people like that have a mental disorder and I'm sorry but you can't change my mind and I I didn't take it I didn't take it well to begin with because a lot of the times that goes along with not just trans people anybody who doesn't follow what you think is a societal norm for their gender uh, somebody has a mental disorder and I brought that up and I said you know my two oldest children do not or will not uh, abide by what society's gender norms would be. So are you saying that my children also have a mental disorder because of that? And he refused to answer the question and then told me, you know, hey, you know, I'll always I'll always care about you and everything. And, you know, goodbye, because I essentially said you make a statement like that. You and I don't have anything pleasant to ever talk about again, because that is horse shit. It's not a mental disorder. It's not something you fucking decide. We've been over this before. It's just that today, it just burned my ass. So did you block him? Uh, I actually, he happened to be on one of my relative's Facebook pages, and I picked an argument because uh, basically a place was closing uh, locally because uh, the people are retiring. And uh, he was like, hey, thanks. Thanks, Governor Wolf. Another one bites the dust. And I'm like, it says in the fucking article, it says in the title of the article that they were retiring. And he's like, well, I assume that it had things to do with the state closures and all this other crap. And I'm like, are you just are you just wildly swinging at everything, looking for something to stick? Because that's what it feels like. Like, you're so angry. You've you've got to just you've got to be mad about everything all the time. And every everything is not right because things aren't going the way you think that they should and everything. And yes, I'm getting angry about it right now, but I'm getting angry about it for a different reason. I don't go around all day looking and commenting about things because I'm trying to, you know, cause a sensationalist uh, or make a sensationalist statement about everything. I mean, this this individual works for a multi fucking billion dollar uh, industry. Uh, and it's telling me how, how he works on the front lines every day with this COVID stuff, and it's just – it's not the case. I think you're you're overstating what you do and telling me that, that you're affected by this on such a level when it's just that your employer is a dick. <laughs> I had asked, though, did, did you block him? Did you can decide uh, yeah, well, to block him? 
Well, uh, like I was like I was saying, it wasn't. I mean, we we are no longer friends. We haven't been for a while now. Gotcha. It just happened that I saw something on one of my relatives' pages and decided to decided to throw a little barb in there, more just to be a dick. I mean, I was really yeah. being a dick. I have no issue uh, saying that. I will do that from time to time. I like to stir the pot a little bit. But when you're going after somebody, a where they can't defend themselves and B when they were doing things that were for the public uh, betterment I, I, I just I, I don't I don't get it and and it, it just you know calling somebody who is who is trans by by many different slurs and they are slurs is not uh, is I, I don't know like it, it hits it hits a special spot with me that just well pisses me off i know it does and, and i i i have a reason for why i'm asking why whether or okay. not you blocked him it's not because i'm 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 telling you what to do but rather because I that has lately been my policy to when i find someone who's like that who's that toxic to just block them before i even have a chance to interact with them again if they're well, a friend of a friend or some myself, old friend you know? <laughs> well and i understand that but you it's it's not healthy to 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 fuck with those people it's not fucking healthy they're so toxic and they're so sad and they're so pathetic and and just feeding into that is only going to make you feel worse i left facebook last week last monday or it Tuesday. makes me very angry i can tell you that and i the only reason why i haven't left facebook is because there are still a few people on there that i i would like to try to keep in touch with that's why i'm using messenger I've been keeping in touch with those people via Messenger. So they, you don't have to use Facebook, but you can still use Messenger? Well, first of all, you can have Messenger on your on as the app on your phone. Yeah, I do. And and just remove the Facebook app. Don't use it. Don't that look is, at Facebook uh, anymore. Yeah, it's easy. That's a brilliant that's a brilliant thing. I you know, I I'm gonna say I, I'm saying this in earnest because I feel like a dope. <laughs> but uh, I, I never – I was always like, oh, well, you know, I, I, I keep Facebook because, you know, blah, blah, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, you don't and have to yet, delete your account or do anything dramatic like that. Just don't use it anymore. Just use it for Messenger. And if you want to – you know what I do? I check my Messenger a couple times a day, so I log into Facebook multiple times a day. So if you were to look, you'd say, Tom didn't leave Facebook, but I don't read the front page. I go right to the Messenger and to one group and one group only, and that's a horror movie connection uh, uh, group that I run. And the only reason I've been going to that is because we got this weird – Influx of users, which mm -hmm. uh, we later figured out were bots. <laughs> so we got bots. rid of. I got rid of sixty accounts today. <laughs> it was nice. nuts in the span of a week. Sixty new users. Yeah, sure. It was insane. So, but anyway, that's off the topic. Uh, uh, I guess my my point was that uh, I didn't have. I got. I, I. I. got what your point was. I just. Uh, I just. I just wanted to bitch about the ignorance of somebody saying that that, that any kind of deviance from from straight is uh, is a mental illness. Like that is so yeah. fucking oh. ludicrous to me. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And I know that you're. I know that you're not. I mean, I'm not trying to say, for example, that you should be in an echo chamber. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. I know that you want to be a. a exposed to other opinions even if they're shitty but if someone like burns you that badly it's probably better just not to have them able to influence you in any way they're gonna say the shit they're fucking saying anyway do you really need to know they said it would that guy ever showing up on your timeline never showing up on your timeline ever 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 again really be that bad i'm just saying no. if this guy's that kind of a piece of shit fucking let him drift away flush him You know what I want to talk about? What do you want to talk about? I want to talk about people who are out there in the yard screaming at the fucking dogs. All <laughs> I know fucking you, night. Yeah. All fucking night. Hey, 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 hey. My dog's screaming. My dog's barking. I'm screaming at him. My wife's screaming at him. We're all screaming. The dog starts screaming back at us. I don't know what the fuck. Who everybody scream? What? <laughs> my next door neighbor comes up to me today. I'm out walking my dog, and he comes up. He's like... 
so what do you think about these guys on the other side, like the other side of the way here? And I'm like, they're out of their fucking minds. He's like, I know, they're always screaming. We had like a good 10 minute conversation about our maniac neighbors who just scream at their dogs all day and long. long. And it's like, first of all, the dogs don't care. Yes. They have no concern. They're like, yeah, yeah, we're allowed too. Yay. You know, to them, it's a big fun thing. The, 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 I think oh, I yeah. talked about these people on the podcast before. If mm-hmm. I haven't, well, Oh uh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Well, it's, it's still a thing. <laughs> I mean, they finally installed the trailer on the, you know, between the two buildings. So I'm not, I'm not getting as compelling of a experience, but still it's a nightly thing. <laughs> <laughs> just jackass yelling. You Were know. you ever tempted just to go out and start yelling back at them? Oh my they god! They wouldn't be able yeah. to tell exactly where it came from. Yeah, I really wanted to get to do, do my best New York. Shut the fuck up! I did that once in in DC. I lived in a place called Summit Hills, although we called it Slummit Hills. Mm-hmm. This third or fourth story apartment. Right above the little back door to the dock area where you could back your your truck in if you wanted back to move in. Back that thing up. Right. So it was like a big double door thing. Well, a bunch of people were down there having a cigarette break and they were hammered drunk. And <laughs> they were so fucking loud. And I just threw my window open and just did my drill sergeant voice. Shut the fuck up, bro. Call the fucking cops. Just as loud as I possibly could. And it was nothing. There was no sound at all. <laughs> you were like, all right, that was effective. Yeah, like, oh, fuck it. I guess we're going in. Jesus Christ, that Seven guy sounds crazy. Seven habits of highly effective people. Number one, scream at the top of your lungs at people. Yeah, yeah. be scarier than you actually are. Oh, yeah. Well, for you know. certain. Oh, yeah. that's good stuff. That, that was my patented soldier scream. I could bring, I, I can still bring it up if I really need to, but it hurts your throat. Uh, I got that. It'll hurt scream. my ears right now too. So, well, I'm not gonna even try it. I'll. I appreciate fucking, that. I'll fucking get my fucking cops visiting my house. They'll think I'm in the middle of a domestic dispute. Oh, you'll get fucking cops visiting your house. That sounds yeah. like a hot time. Yeah. In the yeah. old city tonight. Yeah. Uh, uh, what are you guys doing? We're fucking, we're fucking cops. What do you expect? Are you guys fucking? Because we're here to, you know, fucking uh, promote law to, enforcement. Yeah, I'm here to fuck some cops. Okay. <laughs> I think I figured something out with my phone and, and this podcast. What's Every that? time that I pick up my phone, your uh, your signal gets real fucking weird. Hmm. Like, like my Bizarre. internet uh, going to my phone is causing a disturbance in the force. That's really so weird. So I, I can't use my phone right now. Okay. Which is probably for the best because that means I'm actually paying attention to what we're doing. Yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah, instead but of, you can't I don't do, know. You can't do research, though. That is true, although I might be able to do it on my computer. I might be pushing things a little bit by trying that, though. I mean, Yeah, I wouldn't bother is, with that. It is a, it is a Toshiba satellite. Which uh, is known for its uh, lack of ability to do three things at once, or two, or even one. really one. Yeah, <laughs> one thing at once sometimes is too much. I do, <laughs> I do love it because when I'm not doing this, it works generally pretty well. But uh, when I when I really need it, sometimes it just it lets me down. It lets me down. Yeah. So tomorrow morning. Uh, in case anybody, uh, well, you know what? It'll be a week later, so fuck it. You're not going to be able to see me. I am apparently going to be going to PennDOT at an obscenely early hour with my mother to for her to get her driver's license picture. I am not looking forward to going there at an early hour. Mm-mm. I'm talking like 7.30 when they open. This well, is going to be crazy. Get there early. I am. Yeah. Don't don't get there at seven thirty. Get there at seven. You know what I remember? Whenever I think about PennDOT, you remember when you went to get your driver's license to take your test and everything, and we went to one of the old buildings, and it seemed like we went up and down like four hundred flights of stairs mm-hmm. and around and down like through this alley and up a basement and everything else to get you to where you needed to go. Yep. And now it's, that was insane. And now it's the Riverside Office Complex, what they call yeah. the Rock. That they was the day the I rock. think that your sister got that uh, fly McMuffin. Egg McMuffin with the fly in it. Yep. 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 Good times. Yep. 
Never got a breakfast from McDonald's again after that. Oh, I have because I've always been – I've been hoping to find something so absolutely putrid that I'll get paid. <laughs> hopefully hopefully before I eat it though. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to eat like half a tampon and then realize that I did it, you know, be like, "Oh, I got how?" Like would I figured you, you would probably taste that. But. Would you end the podcast, please? <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. I don't want to talk to you anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so, I have a story about this this bag of cookies that I had one time, and these cookies were literally the best cookies I've ever had, and they were generic. But I can't remember which store I got them from. And then, and then, I had an aha moment, and that aha moment made me go, "We are out of time." So that's going to have to be a story for another time. Thanks for tuning in to Story Time with Tom and Mike. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed giving it to you. Giving it to you like your weekly dose of non sequitur stories, general nonsense. Specific major, nonsense. Major nonsense. Yes, yeah, specific and possibly nonsense. Possibly lieutenant nonsense also. <laughs> to learn more about Storytime with Tom and Mike, visit our website, dembeans.biz, D-E-M-B-E-A-N-S dot B-I-Z, where you'll find links to our social media presences, our other uh, web presences, as well as sort of behind-the-scenes stories and links and things like that related to episodes that you've listened to. Yeah, and it's not biz because we mean fucking business. That's right, bitches. Or 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 people, because I don't want to upset you by calling you a bitch. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have called you a bitch. It's. it's I mean, it happens, man. Everybody gets called a bitch one time or another, or a son of a bitch. <laughs>